How do I preach on 2 Samuel chapter 13? Hello, it's Richard Lane again, and over the last three episodes of the podcast, I did a little series entitled The Mystery of Jonadab, and I raised some of the questions about uh, 2 Samuel 13, including this character Jonadab in verses 3 to 5, and then later at the second half of the chapter, verses 32 to 35. And why is included and asked the question, uh, how do I preach on this chapter? And looked at, included by noting the strong uh, text intertextual links with uh, Genesis 38 and the theme of wisdom, which runs through to Samuel 13. I closed it off in the third episode and made some uh, connections, uh, both with Genesis 38, but then the theme of wisdom. Though I acknowledge that the question of how do I preach 2 Samuel 13 was certainly not answered in uh, great depth. Uh, My purpose really was to raise the issue uh, for those who are looking at preaching to be considering uh, this character and recognizing that there are some decisions you have to make. I have preached on 2 Samuel 13, uh, two sermons, and the second sermon is on the second half from verses 23 through to verse 39, and that is on uh, this podcast. You can have a listen to see where I went and how I touched on this theme of wisdom, linking it in with uh, the gospel and the viewpoint of the Lord uh, as we move to the New Testament. But I want to add a little uh, addendum or postscript to that little series and make a couple of comments because I feel uh, there's certainly much more to be said and I don't, I realize how difficult it is just to do justice uh, to all these themes. But the perspective that I've been very conscious about is that of the writers or the the writer of 2 Samuel in the first place, uh, or at least the editorial work that has been done to put it together, and why, what they are seeking to convey when they included Jonadab. And this whole theme of wisdom, what is actually going on? And I want to highlight that I think that this is what is being unpacked in and through verse uh, chapters 13 to 20, and uh, that it is an explanation for why when we come to David's song of deliverance in 2 Samuel chapter 22 and we read uh, him saying, The Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands he rewarded me, verse 21, uh, why David can in fact say that. And that 2 Samuel 13 in is laying the the platform, the foundation for this verdict of wisdom and of righteousness in the life of David. 
uh, following the downfall of uh, the king, of King David, in the episode with Bathsheba and, of course, the death of her husband uh, through his doing, in as recorded in 2 Samuel 11 and the judgment of 2 Samuel 12. In other words, uh, what we see here in 2 Samuel 13 is what I I think is the, the breakthrough uh, that is occurring, and that comes out a little bit in my sermon as I refer to the uh, the word uh, of Amnon who, or sorry, of Absalom, who pressed the king uh, in verse 23 and verse, 20, uh, verse 25 and verse 27, rather, of 2 Samuel 13. And the word there uh, is linked with uh that word uh, Perez, uh, remembering that uh, Tamar in Genesis 38 uh, gave birth to twins and one was Perez. And there is this, uh, this pressing, this breakthrough that occurs and it is uh, this breaking through of wisdom and righteousness that is uh, taking place here in 2 Samuel 13. And that's the reason for the inclusion of uh, Jonadab. Uh, that's that needs unpacking, but that's where it's going, and it leads into uh, the the righteousness or justice of of Absalom's stance, and uh, this leads into the wisdom chapter of uh, two Samuel fourteen. The whole theme of, of grief and mourning is all part of that, and. Uh, then this leads into uh, God's great work, uh, which is anticipated in chapter two, uh, 2 Samuel chapter 14, verse 14, where we have that little proverb, but God will not take away life, and he devises means so that the banished one will not remain an outcast. And David himself is to experience that and to go through uh, this entire experience of being an outcast. But the Lord, he has uh, devised means, has worked out ways. And so we have this wisdom theme bringing out uh, the righteousness of God. And that's the direction it's going. That's what's happening. And uh, these are some of the, the, the questions that need to be in the... I think the understanding needs to be there to recognise why Jonadab is included and why 2 Samuel 13 then becomes uh, more than just a simple uh, a description of almost a kind of moral uh, episode where uh, the focus is on David's failure as a father. Uh, and this is something that is brought through at so many in so many commentaries uh, on 2 Samuel 13, and is part of my reason for addressing the issue, uh, that on the contrary, rather than it being a failure of David as a father, though of course that is hanging over all of this uh, after the Bathsheba episode, it is more to do with uh, God's work and accomplishment in and through uh, the failed king. And 
uh, in a sense, we see uh, David, who is the father, uh, is the one uh, whom God the Father can trust, uh, even as he uh, responds with uh, faithfulness and trusts in God's word, though evil strikes his very reign coming out of his own household. And uh, uh, in and through all this then comes the way you assess David and what's going on here. And uh, I suppose if I was to, if I were to give an overview uh, to 2 Samuel 13 to 20, uh, one of my themes would be in defense of David uh, because I think too often uh, the point is missed about what God is doing and uh, the righteousness that is being revealed. Uh, now that's that's how I see uh, what is taking place uh, from the perspective of the writers and, and the audience of 2 Samuel uh, when they would have read it. But I acknowledge that it needs much unpacking, but it is that key direction uh, uh, that David himself might be able to say those words of 2 Samuel 22, the Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands he rewarded me. And so here in 2 Samuel 13, we have this breakthrough of wisdom and the righteousness that will be revealed. Of course, all of this is the righteousness of God, and it is the uh, the faithfulness of God. And he is the one who devises means so that the banished one will not remain an outcast. And for those of us who know of the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, it points forward to the great rescue that has taken place through the greater son of David. So that's a, a closing comment as we seek to uh, understand 2 Samuel 13. And uh, I certainly recognize I've just opened some of the uh, the issues. Working out how to preach it is quite another thing. And every time I come to the passage, I realize there is uh, more to be said or better ways to say it. And certainly from my own perspective, I think better ways to, to say it and present it. But this has been a small attempt at having a go at, some, at raising some of the issues and working out how to go about dealing with it. Uh, thank you again for uh, listening. Uh, I assure you there's a multitude of uh, other questions and judgments to be made about 2 Samuel 13, but I've just tried to raise this issue of wisdom and done it through uh, this character, Jonadab. Thanks again. Thank you.